Hello and welcome to the TOVG podcast. <laughs> Hello. I am not George Weedman because Hello. he's out in the glorious Japan. <laughs> I yes. I have a yeah, story I, about George Weedman. Ooh. Give me a second right. real quick while I introduce <laughs> myself and then Matt and then you. I'm Jimmy okay. Miles Lenovia Sunder on the internet. Uh, with me is my my usual co-host, Matt Visual. As I said before, George yeah. is not here. And joining us as our special guest this week is, uh, you might know him on the internet as Tef First, or God as the it. voice of Breakdown and many, uh, did you know, gamings, uh, Lee. Hi. My buddy Lee. What's Hi. up, man? It's been, I've been on here before, and it's been forever yes. since I've been here. The last time I was here, I was living on, in a different coast. Yes. You yeah. moved. Yes, I did move. To where no one will know unless they check my Twitter profile. Ooh. Oh, it's a mystery. It's like an ARG. <laughs> and what's your Twitter? <laughs> At Tef First. Oh, what's it again? I didn't hear it. T-E-H-F-U-R-S-T. <laughs> oh, awesome. For a general <laughs> timeline, uh, I think I want to say that Lee, last time Lee was on the podcast, the tribes joke did not exist. Oh, I don't know the tribes joke, so I think you're right. Uh, well, let me fill you in, buddy. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> it sure is a long story. Uh, tribes two, when that came out, they commissioned Motley Crue to do their theme song, and Motley oh Crue phoned God. it the fuck in. And I don't think it ever made it into the final game, but there there exists a version. And uh, yeah, well, I'll show you during the break, yeah. so you can be yeah. caught up on that. But you said you had a George story for us, so yes. what's your George okay. story? That's a nice so, excuse to, to toss another tribe song right in the break. There, <laughs> <laughs> we'll do a recap this week. I'll give you guys classic tribes. Okay, okay. So as I'm sure the audience, everyone at home knows, our our dear George Weedman is currently in the Japan. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, right. Yes. And out of the blue, he texts me. And Ace Waters in like a group text. Uh huh. And it's a picture of a Sizzler restaurant in Japan. And he says, The first Sizzler I've ever seen in my life is in Tokyo. And I text him <laughs> back, You've seen one more Sizzler than I. And he, <laughs> and he responds with, But it's the taste of America. <laughs> I want to, you know what, to contribute to that, I think I only know of one Sizzler. Right, and, and I've never been to it. I don't think I've ever been to it. He says there's one in Portland. In Portland, oh my god. Portland. Portland. He, he texts me Denny's. That's what he texts me. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, hell yeah. I don't, I don't understand why he texted me and Ace the Sizzler thing. I know, I, I know Ace did the cover of the theme song, but yeah, I, I, I had nothing to do with that. I don't, maybe, he just, maybe he just assumes that you could really appreciate <laughs> the, the taste social of America. commentary in there. <laughs> so huh so that's my george weedman story i I love the idea that that george goes on a fucking vacation to japan and ends up at sizzler and denny's (laughs) as opposed to like like a wonderful like a hole in the wall like real japanese restaurant yeah Yeah. like like that guy should be going to a fucking owl cafe and and having sushi and like legit ramen and he's sending pictures of fucking sizzler <laughs> tastes like i'm in college that's what he it's <laughs> a really bad george impression <laughs> sounded more like forrest gump but mom always yeah, said life was like a sizzler yeah life was like a sizzler <laughs> so what I have you guys been 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 playing because uh, i have been playing absolutely nothing and life has taken over Oh, nice! That's the that's the best for our podcast. <laughs> I know, right? I know, right? Next week I'll have so much, but this week, nope. I feel bad because I've been playing the same two things that I've been playing for a month now. So, like, what more can I say? Uh, let's. I'll let Lee go first, and maybe I'll like okay, okay. chime in. So, things I have been playing, right? Uh, Overwatch, still. That's cool. fine. The guitar, ah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Whoa! Whoa! Uh, is that a game? Oh no! <laughs> All right, and uh, the like other game I've been playing is a uh, Magic: The Gathering. 
Oh, oh boy. Uh, the real is, card game, right? Not yeah, the... Yeah, 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 yeah. Like the physical cards. And I yeah. call this story, a.k.a. How Pro Jared Ruined My Life. Yep. I'll get to <laughs> uh, uh, He was up here for PAX, and we just had like uh-huh. a big friend gathering. And he got like Kara and Jeff, and like Austin had previously played, and mm-hmm. like got back into it. And like, I was like, all right, I'll give, I'll give Magic a try. Why not? And it's cardboard crack. It's the most addicting game maybe I've yeah. ever played. Yeah, it's oh man, it's just, even even as far as card game standards go, Magic is above and beyond. It is in so that, well that designed. Yeah. Like I immediately understood the game. Like it has lore, and if you know me, that's like ooh. Oh yeah, a plus ten out of ten for yeah, that. Like <laughs> ooh. ooh, and uh. <laughs> Uh, you can go, I'm sure the tweets, they're not too far back at this point, but um, we decided that it would be a good idea to do an eight player, like one on one on one on one, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, like free draft for game. Yeah, like a free for all yeah. eight players draft of magic. And we started at 5 p.m. and it ended at 4 a.m. Oh, no. <sighs> it was a good time, but we all wanted well, to die. It's it was a good time. I I <laughs> completely accept that. But goddamn, if you find the picture that's like like an hour or so yeah. before it ends, <laughs> that picture does not look like a good time. Uh, the one with like Jeff and Kara. And yeah, like Jeff's friend. head is like yeah. laying on the table. <laughs> Kara looks like completely like thousand yard stare, tuned out. Because like, <laughs> like oh, what man. what happened was a. Um, our, our like house rule was that you could only attack the people beside you unless you had a creature who had who could fly, right? In which case you could attack anybody. Um. So like, what happened was people just ended up getting locked into a cold war. Yep. Because like, oh well, if I attack with these creatures, I won't be able to defend against him next turn, so I just won't yeah. attack. So that went on for like five hours until finally someone was like, "Fuck it." <laughs> Oh god! Uh, so I mean, pre-constructed decks, or uh, no, no, it, it was we, a draft. We played a draft. So, like, what we did was, uh, oh, uh, Jared okay. had like a box of like card packs, and we would all open a pack and pick one card out of the pack and then pass it to the left, and like then pick Dra- another card until we had enough yeah. cards to make a deck. Drafting is so interesting. It's it was a lot it's of fun. Pretty fun. I, yeah, yeah. I totally recommend it. Uh, magic is a lot of fun if you're even vaguely interested in card games like i uh, i played Yu-Gi-Oh as a kid and that's like all i did i totally mm-hmm. recommend getting into it uh if you have the cash and the time yeah yeah make sure you have money make sure because yeah. i, and if I you get drafted into it, if you both, get into it, it yeah uh like set yourself a money limit each month that's what i've had to do yeah i spent like 50 dollars the first month and was like i can't do this again yeah set yourself a money limit and or once you get a taste of like the different colors and how they play, mm-hmm. pick a deck and just go to like a, a like a you know trade show or any sort of like uh, swap meet kind of thing um, and lo- just like local try shops. and buy individual cards. Yeah, local shops also have like a like individual cards you can buy, and those are usually like right. oh I'm looking for this kind of rare thing, and they're like oh it's like two dollars. So right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and there's like a trade in method as well. You know, you can yeah, look yeah. it up. If you have a really good card shop, you know, they have like a little it, computer system that you can look up each price for each thing that you turn in. And then you can use the store credit to just get yeah. the cards that you want if you have doubles. Yeah. Some some places also are pretty like garage sale-esque where you can be like, like, you know, I I I will buy this if you can, if I can get you down like $2 on the price of this $20 card or something. Like, I, I don't think it's worth that much or like maybe I'll trade in this this card and if you drop the price a bit and they'll usually be like yeah like you can haggle for a lot because like it's not this set sort of retail market price once the cards are unboxed um but yeah i I used to do magic real hard back in the day i was actually talking about this with uh with alex alex fasciani yesterday so we were talking about he's into pokemon tcg right now yeah um which is very similar i've been told yeah i mean i would say of the card games that i've played like physical ccgs um Magic and Pokemon seem to have some of the most like solid and consistent rules. Like I really don't really like how Yu-Gi-Oh plays. I like the concept, but Yu-Gi-Oh has like, turned into like now there are dice and uh, yeah. pendulums and 
Yeah. Um, I mean, like, that's not to discredit. It's still a good game, but I don't like how it plays for the most part. Um, but I really, really like how Magic plays. I feel like it has such a... It's not so complex that you can't learn yeah. it, even if you know nothing about card games. It, it, and I literally knew nothing about Magic other than the fact that it existed and Jared taught me how to play it in, like, 20 minutes. Right, and yeah. even then, all the cards that have special abilities, the ability is explained, and it's usually, like, each set has, like, two abilities that it introduces that are, like, native to that set. So, yeah. like, when I played... Um, the set that I was really went deep on was called World Wake. And what it was, was every time, like the ability for that <clears throat> in that set was World Wake. So if you had a card that was World Wake, uh, like had the ability when you would play a land card, which is your mana, basically for people who don't know magic, that's like your resource. When you play a land, that card's World Wake ability would activate. So like playing land cards would actually still be useful late in the game you know even after you have like 10 of them out you can still put one more down and even if you're not going to use it you can activate a world wick ability and be really you know crucial and like you know you understand that mechanic immediately you're like oh yeah so i play a land and this ability activates cool like done and that's that's the whole mechanic but it's so deep even though it's so simple um but i mean i guess i can share <laughs> my worst magic story because absolutely i was actually I was actually telling this yesterday. Uh, pro tip for anybody getting into magic. Do not split anything that you buy with anybody. All right? No. Don't gamble like that. If you're going to purchase cards, purchase them for yourself. Um, because here's what happens. They have boxes, which is a 36 booster pack cardboard box of cards. It has 36 individual packs that are wrapped right. in it. You have rares and ultra rares in those boxes. That's how they're yes. distributed. And you're, if someone gets the lucky half, you get yep. all the commons. You See, don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah. No, you don't. See, on, on average, I think the chance of getting like the ultra rare, like the, the mythics and even like the really, really rare, just rare cards, like the golds, yeah. is you get about, I'd say like three to four mythics in each box and some like like maybe three or four really good rares. And mythics, of course, are what they sound like. They're like crucial. They're like really, really good They're cards that usually cards. Yeah, yeah. You usually like pivot entire deck builds around that card and what it can do. So during the World Wake expansion, I went to a local uh, swap meet that goes on two, uh, two days a week called Frankenson. It's actually like pretty famous in uh, in my area. And there's a bunch of card traders there. There's a bunch of like video, old video game traders and stuff. It's pretty cool. Uh, we used to go to the magic section and, and you know, buy boxes and, you know, like, you know, duel against people and whatever. So I was like, all right, I'm not going to spend 90 bucks on a box today. I'm going to spend 45 and I'm going to split it with a friend. And, you know, because I don't want to keep spending money on on magic. It's like really eating into my bank account. So we split the box, 45 each. We each got half the pack so 16 each this fucker pulls uh forgot what it's Black called Lotus. something something no <laughs> the card's not even in rotation they don't even print it in comments in the new sets uh fucking it's like it's something a thousand dollar card guys yeah, black lotus way. is the the rarest card yeah, like, yeah. black lotus is Maybe the in fuck, the world yeah. like yeah, of any it, card game first edition black lotus <clears throat> is like three thousand dollars or something like that anyway uh he pulls this like this white angel card, like something Seraph from that set, which was about $24 or something. And he's like, oh, cool. And I'm like, wow, good pull, dude. I hope I get something that good. Then a few packs later, fucker pulls Jace the Mind Sculptor. Motherfucker. Literally, literally <laughs> the prime card of that set. Yeah. The best card. $90 a pop at the time. Uh, I pulled Jace nothing. Is a, Jace is a Planeswalker. And Planeswalkers, are, if, if you played Hearthstone... Planeswalkers are cards that are basically the characters from Hearthstone. So, like, the Hunter, the, the yeah. Paladin. They have, like, like abilities, and they work differently yeah. than other cards. They're, they're like, what you build your deck around. And Jace the Mind Sculptor was, like, the best Planeswalker at the time. And again, actually legitimately worth $90. Uh, I pull nothing, of course. So I'm, like, really salty. And so I say, fuck it. Let's split another box. Oh no! <laughs> no. Did you get nothing? I don't remember. 
I don't remember what he pulled, but I sure as hell pulled nothing. So, and by nothing, I mean like I got some rares because you get a rare in every pack, but like I didn't get a Jace. I didn't get that Seraph or anything. I got like, you know, so you could have just bought one pack and called it. I could have just bought a box for myself and I would have got something worthwhile. So words, words of the wise and burned. Uh, (laughs) If you're going to buy several packs, buy them for yourself. If you're going to buy a box, do not split it ever. Like that's just a legit gambling, and you're gonna feel bad afterwards. I promise you that. I uh, I've spent about fifty dollars on packs so far, and I've gotten so many rare cards. Like it is worth it just to buy your own packs. Just yeah. Do it. Wow. But yeah, magic's pretty fun. <clears throat> I, I wish great. I could get into it. I, Wizards of the Coast, send me a couple boxes. <laughs> I'll play. <laughs> yeah, I actually still have really the, all my worldwide cards. It's really the sad part. It's, it, there is kind of that barrier of entry. They do give out like a free, like pre-made decks that are pretty mm-hmm. solid. Um, uh-huh. like I got a couple of those. Uh, the card shop I go to gave me one, and then Jared got me one from PAX, like the con. Nice. Uh, so like you can get into it with that, but yeah, it's it is a money sink, unfortunately. Yeah, the. If your best bet for long-term magic playing is to buy their uh their like year set. I forgot what it is. It's like M12, M13, like whatever the current year is, that mm-hmm. would be the set name. And it's just like magic like 13 is the 2013 set. A lot of those cards roll over because they're basically like cards from previous sets that are deemed so normalized in gameplay that like, you know, why would we get rid of them like this is just like a staple mechanic that these color decks use like i think there's one black card that's just a a black instant that destroys an enemy monster on the field and that's like so standard and normalized that like it's just reprinted in every single uh magic yearly set so like it's worth getting those more than it is the set like the actual sets because there's a much higher chance of those cards rolling over and still being useful in the years to come so, yeah, and, and if know. you uh, if you are going to get into magic, also um, most card shops are worth their like, what well, they want you to be like a regular customer. So they'll be like, okay, if you're going to get if you're getting into magic, this these are what you're going to want to get. These are going to be in rotation for a while. These I would skip because they're about to go out of rotation. Like any card shop yeah. worth their stock will do that for you. So yeah. Um, <clears throat> also, just like personal preference. Uh, favorite set that I played during was just before the like World Wake Zendikar Eldrazi set, and it was Shards of Alara because that was the era of I forgot what they're called. They're like guilds or something, but each guilds or whatever it was called was a three color deck. Oh, that's and cool. The my I, my friend Josh used to play uh, blue, black, red, and it was like all about this like 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 zombies and like dead creatures and stuff but it like had a lot to do with like the bl- the blue and red themes as well so they were like like arcane zombies and like That's liches rad. and stuff and, and the theme behind it was so cool and the gameplay behind it was really cool i don't know uh if i was to like travel back and and play through a set more i'd do shards of alar because that shit was so cool Hello and welcome to the Magic yeah, to the, the Gathering cast. To the, that one video Magic I mean, podcast. Look, Jimmy and Matt were both like, we didn't fucking play anything. <laughs> so I played Event Zero. Okay, what's Event Zero? You, you got none of you guys heard of Event Zero? No, no. no. Oh, okay. Well, it's a it's a game that just came out. It's kind of like um, a space it has a space odyssey 2001 vibe and okay usually in my case i would say that's not really that good because that movie was kind of garbage <clears throat> oh shit um, whoa. whoa whoa sorry i'm sorry whoa. i i coughed into the mic that's the reason why you're saying <laughs> whoa um so it it's like a, a a game where you're exploring and you're you're creating a relationship with a like lonely computer in space uh, like there, there's a backstory towards it. Uh, be- before you you kind of land in this like lonely spaceship, but you're communicating to the computer like just by texting into a, a terminal, mm-hmm. and 
you like kind of like move through the space and you're trying to figure out what happened there and you're listening you're looking through logs there's no voice acting um but there's like atmospheric things like music that plays and um you know the regular stuff uh it's it's actually pretty pretty good it it reminds me a little bit about soma a little bit kind of but uh it's it's something different um there's like certain puzzles you have to get through you uh kind of have to learn about the story to kind of understand where the puzzles are coming from and then like while you're hacking into the terminal, like the 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 AI would have like, oh, I hope you know what you're doing, and like little quickie, you know, twerps when you figure something out. It's really uh-huh. it's really interesting. So you like develop this relationship with this, you know, text basically, like a text adventure, like right. overgrown text adventure. It's it's actually not that bad, not that bad. It's like a little indie game thing, um, for twenty bucks, and I'm like two hours in and it's actually pretty decent as some random game that I saw. I was like, Oh, okay. This looks pretty decent. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's event zero. <clears throat> if you like some sci-fi in your life and, uh, you want to talk to a, a, a fake AI in space. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Make you feel feelings. That sounds inside. up my alley. Yeah. That sounds, oh, that sounds feel- up alley. feeling feelings. It's even more mm. my alley. Um, Feelings, yeah. I'm trying to think if I did anything else, like if I did anything at all. Have I done anything? Have I played anything? <laughs> I played Maybe Legion. Real? <laughs> like I played Legion, and I like normalized with Picross. Like I, I like started playing it a bit more, but it's like one, one or two sessions a day. But like, it, I watched Stranger Things. I haven't finished it, but I'm like eight episodes in. It's really there are good. Only eight episodes. Uh, well, then I'm not eight episodes in. <laughs> uh, Stranger I, Things is an amazing show. If you haven't watched it, watch it. Stranger Things, yeah. <clears throat> I, Stranger, okay. You, you know, Matt, how you and George were talking about how you really don't like I Am Setsuna, right? Yeah. And you don't like it because it tries to take all the things about old school RPGs but it doesn't do any legwork on polishing them up or modernizing them or taking out the stuff that is bad. Yeah. Stranger Things is like a TV show that took everything that was like charming and endearing and good about 80s TV shows. Yeah. Yeah, I'm seeing and this then poster. Fucking I'm wiped seeing out Star Wars. I'm seeing a little bit absolutely. of like uh ET in there. Like what the heck yep. is this? Yep. Yeah, no, it takes all that like Stranger Things. No, never. Okay, it Stranger Netflix, Things. So yeah, it's, it. it's but I, like it's. You like, should go okay, in as blind as possible. Yeah, first of I will. All. I will not spoil anything. Um, it's it's got it's got. I guess the best thing I can say it's got like an X Filesy vibe. Ooh. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, did you did you see the J.J. Abrams movie Super Eight? Yes, I I did. Um, yes, Stranger Things is Super Eight, but good. Oh, yeah, Super that's 8. actually really accurate. Um, um, that that's what I remembered is it, it, when I see the little kids at the bottom. I remember Super Eight. I always remember Super Eight. Yeah, okay. Yeah, right, I, I, I gotta give like this Super a try. That, yeah, absolutely. Blacklist tonight. It's uh, <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> it hooks it hooks Blacklist. you pretty pretty quick, and basically. It does all the things that was that made '80s shows and and movies like charming and endearing and good and like memorable and lasting, and then it just takes out all the shit that mm-hmm. went against that. So it's just good, and yeah, I'm really 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 enjoying it. I guess I'll finish it probably tonight if there's only like one more episode, probably on episode seven, and I didn't even realize it ends next episode. So rip, yeah. but uh, they're doing a season two, so. Yeah, I, I heard about that before I started watching it, so I guess I don't know. Yeah. My uh my wife has finished the entire thing and she says that like she hopes that the season two is more like an American horror story thing where it's a different story in universe somewhere else. Don't disappoint um, her, but it's not. Okay. Well, I already said. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay, that's fine. <laughs> 
if we're on um, if we're on TV shows, I got real sad because the new Star Trek got delayed. Oh, I'm sorry, dude. I'm sorry. It's all it's 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 for the best. It's for the best. You you would hope, right? You would hope. <laughs> delays these days mean like it's gonna be garbage and it's gonna <clears throat> stay garbage. Well, it was Whoa. supposed to come my out number my number nine. It was supposed to come out in January. <laughs> And uh, they haven't even cast anyone, and it's September, so... Oh. What? Yeah, so that's probably why they delayed it. The movie, right? <laughs> You're talking about the no, movie? No, they're, ma- they're making a new TV show. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, how do you not they're know They're making these a TV show? Yeah. <sighs> oh, my breathe, God. Breathe, visual, breathe. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, and they got, a, they got a really good showrunner behind it, too. The guy who did Hannibal. Oh, oh, oh my gosh. I am so watching this. I am so watching this. Oh, oh man, my God. I'm, I'm I, I love sci fi. I to your attention. I, I love sci fi. I love sci fi. And there's just not many shows that last more than one season these days. Yeah. So, you know, it's like Firefly. Right, right. and Yeah. So yeah. The, the thing with this new Star Trek is CBS is going to be like, all right exclusively on our Netflix competitor in America. But Netflix was like, we want it for the rest of the world. And CBS was like, okay. So what that means is when the show inevitably fails because it's on CBS's Netflix that no one's going to pay for, Netflix can just be like, no, we'll do it. It's cool. Don't worry about it. Mm. So like... Can we can we talk about like how stupid that stuff is? Like how stupid the stupid the DRM garbage is? Like yeah. oh no, let's not put it on Steam. Let's put it on Ubisoft's garbage. Oh yeah, no no play. no, you have to pay nine dollars to watch some to watch your Walking Dead or whatever. Like no, I'm gonna steal your junk. I'm gonna steal it because it's not Hulu yeah, like, and it's not Netflix, and I'm already paying twenty something dollars a month. Okay. Yeah, it's like, okay, I pay for Netflix. I used to pay for Hulu. I, I didn't watch anything, so I was just like, fuck it. Stop yeah. paying for Hulu. I pay for Amazon because yeah. Prime is super convenient. Yeah. And mm-hmm. like, I would pay for HBO if they had more than one show that I like. Exactly. Right. You know, exactly. H- HBO now, also known as the Game of Thrones <laughs> yeah. channel. Also, there's something else on there, I guess. Exactly. Uh, the Game of Thrones channel. Uh, hey, friendo, can I borrow your login info? And it's the same thing with AMC, too, (laughs) with The Walking Dead. It's just like, no, I'm not paying for that. At Uh, least the the old Walking Dead's on Netflix now. So, like, but that's just after, like, it's always always a season behind. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, it just got on today. The the last season just got on today. I mean, that means I can watch all that. I don't know. I'm not going to watch The Walking Dead. Dead. I don't have any interest in that. Such a shit show. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, you know what? Awful, dude. Hang on, hang on. I'll be the mediator here. Uh, Lee, I agree. And Matt, I agree that 2001 A Space Odyssey is trash. So, there. Now we all can just be mad at Jimmy instead. Oh, man. I don't know if I can continue the show after this. I think I might have to leave. Did you say. Did you say you might have to leave? As in, we might have to delay the rest of the podcast? Oh. Whoa, speaking of delays, there might be some big de- delay news after the break. Whoa, the bush.
And we're back. And thankfully, we managed to convince Matt to continue on with the podcast for this week. It was tough, but we calmed him down and he's yeah. good now. You good, Matt? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> we had a heart to heart um, about The Walking Dead and it's, you know, we're fine. We grew as people. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. There was character development. I'm sorry that it wasn't actually in the podcast, but I mean, you just fill in, fill in the blanks. How, how yeah. did you guys like that uh, tribe song, though? <laughs> Drags. That's why I forgot to show you the song. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, just cut that out, guy in post. <laughs> F- future me. Um, but anyway, we were talking about stuff being delayed, like the podcast, which wasn't delayed. But you know what was delayed again, 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 uh, is The Last Guardian was actually delayed, I, I think, about a month. Uh, new release yep. date is on December 6th. And nobody fucking cared. <laughs> Last Guardian um, was delayed and everyone was like, shrug. Yeah, yeah that sounds about right. <laughs> Um, yeah, after uh, match, after No Man's Sky was delayed, like maybe like a month and a half, and people were like, "I am livid. You have killed my yeah. family, poisoned <laughs> our crops, and then if you Last brought Guardian's the drought delayed, upon this land." I almost forgot before the podcast that Last Guardian was delayed, and Lee yeah. brought it up when we were talking about like what's in the news, and I was like, "Oh yeah, nobody was being a piece of shit about that." So I, it just passed by me and un- um, like didn't I've been even waiting see. for years Matt for from that game. the best friends. Yeah, Matt from the best friends tweeted out kind of like my feelings on this. Like the Last Guardian was announced before the PS3 came out. Yeah. So like, what what is, what's another month when it's been ten years? Yeah, yeah. you know. This I mean, is like, like also, how, how I, are they still? How do they still have money? Like they keep getting funded by different places. They keep switching hands. Like it's just weird, man. I think when it comes out, will probably be the most appropriate use. I don't know if you guys played uh, Pokemon X and Y all the way through. Nah. The most appropriate use of uh, there's a character in there who spoilers. He's like he. It's it's not told directly but he's pretty much 3,000 years old and there's this really emotional scene where his like first Pokemon comes back to him and he like drops to his knees and he's like it's been (laughs) 3,000 years and it's like it's like a legit emotional scene in there but people use the meme and they put like instead of the Pokemon hovering above his hands they put you know things they've been waiting for Last Guardian (laughs) is like the most appropriate use for that tweet that at me when Last Guardian comes out I've been waiting for it we were, uh, the, us Arcadia boys were joking about this, like, imagine, I, Scrib, it was Scrib, Scrib said that he bought a PS4 for The Last Guardian, or I'm sorry, PS3 for The Last no. Guardian, and oh, in no. Final Fantasy versus 13, as it was known at the time. Oh, no. And neither oh, of those games are no. out yet, and both of them got delayed recently. Oh, no, dude. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, I wow. fell into that same-ish trap, but at least I was, like, I wanted to play, like, the Uncharted series yeah. and some Demon Souls, you know? So, I got some 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 life out of the PS3. Not much, but I got something I'm out sure, of there it. There are a bunch of weeb games on there. I'm sure Scrib is fine. <laughs> right. Bloody Scrib. <laughs> uh, I feel like I feel like Scrib is owed, like, one free hug from Shuhei Yoshida because of that. <laughs> and and one redesign by Tetsuya Nomura. Yep. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, there's really not much to say about this topic. Like, last yeah, guy was delayed. Like, it wasn't a big delay, so maybe that means that they're pretty close to done. I don't know. I... I will say that I think I've said this like a hundred times on the podcast. I have not played Shadow of the Colossus. I've not played Ico or Ico. <laughs> Yeah, I I never played them, and ninety percent of Shadow of the Glosses has been spoiled for me anyway. So I, I'm really kind of burnt on the idea of trying it. But I know that a lot a lot of people love it, and a lot of people are waiting for this. I personally have had no attachment, so like this game isn't like oh man, I can't wait. Like it, it I have no connection to this game. But dude, uh, I hope I hope for everybody that's been waiting that Last Guardian is good for their sake. Dude, I I'm pretty sure I I told this on the podcast before, but I. I stole Shadow Colossus from Target when I was a kid. Son of a bitch. When I was when I was a kid, they had all the games and they had them in their boxes in this huge bin and I would slit the slits 
and take pop out the game and put it in my pocket. Um, I did Dang. this once and got caught the same time, but I put the games in different pockets. So I had oh Shadow God. Colossus in my back pocket and then kind of like another, I don't know, like a whatever game in my front pocket. So when yeah, they the asked me to take everything about. out, yeah. <clears throat> when they asked me to take everything out, I took out the game I didn't care about and um <laughs> and they were like is that it and i was like yep <laughs> that's some won. fucking tactics that's and some I went like home advanced, and we that's played some <laughs> that's yeah that's like that's like you were playing like a real life like point and click adventure and it was like put put shadow of the Colossus in which pocket <laughs> and it's like, the right, security right. guard will remember this <laughs> yeah you're banned from this store for a year oh man okay and every time my mom was like oh um i gotta go into target um i'll wait i'll, I'll wait outside oh. i'll wait outside <laughs> I I've never understood fresh air. I've never understood the idea of like, oh, you're banned from this store. Like, I don't remember the guy I bought lunch from. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> he told me, don't try to wear disguises because we can see through that. That's what he told me. <laughs> like, it was my like, first and last time oh I God. stole you something. You could just like, like shave a beard, like get a haircut yeah. and you're a different person. Like, yeah. Right, right, right. That, that's pretty if much you're, it. If yeah. you were wearing black, wear color. If you were yeah. wearing color, wear black. Done. <laughs> Unrecognizable. Oh, man. Wear a big Anyways. coat. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we do. We hear that one, video gamer, do not con- condone shoplifting. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Nope. Not at all. <laughs> not at all. Uh, speaking speaking, speaking of, of, of uh, condoning... <laughs> Speaking of, uh, something really, crime. really bad. Speaking, speaking, yeah, speaking Monster of, Hunter movie has been <laughs> no, announced. No, fuck you guys. <laughs> no, that's not how we segue to this. I'm excited. Okay, I'm gonna say my piece. So, Capcom announced. Let me open the article because I don't write down notes like George does in the podcast outline. <laughs> Uh, Capcom announced at the Tokyo Game Show that there's a live-action Monster Hunter movie in the works. And apparently, production is, is like, like, development is happening now. Like, it's not like, we're gonna make one. It's like, we're making one. Damn. People have said some shit on Twitter that I don't agree with. And it's, you know, it's entitled to their opinion. I feel like, out of all the video game movies, this seems like the easiest one to make a success because Monster Hunter is literally dudes in cool armor with big ass weapons fighting big ass monsters, and the story is pretty much throwaway in every game. And nobody gives a shit about the Monster Hunter story. It's like this town is under threat, and then you just defend that town over like you unveil what the real threat is, and it's like a bigger monster. Like that's that's like the plot of every Monster Hunter game. You could easily write a good story to go along with that. Make the make a team of four hunters that have individual characters <clears throat> like like you can have so many good callbacks to the game and fucking the action sequences and music like that sounds like a fun ass movie to me. I, I'm just I have a what, philosophy is it live about action? probably uh, there probably be live action. Hang on, let me oh, yeah, double yeah, check in the article saying live yes. action. Yes, um, live I, action monster. I have a philosophy about movies. Um, okay. Or live, uh, I'm sorry, uh, video game adaptation movies. I think if you try, like, if you try to adapt a story from a game, like, like, oh, we're gonna take the story of Bioshock, which they were gonna yes. do, and then that movie got canceled. We're gonna take the story of Bioshock and make a movie out of it. You will fail because players have already experienced that story and they've had control over it. And creating a movie out of it is not a good idea. That's what they're, they're, they were developing a Mass Effect movie for the longest time that was going to star Commander Shepard. It's such a bad idea. What you should do yeah. is you should take the IP and make a story in that universe that is, that I guess, vaguely, it can be vaguely connected to the story of the game, but it shouldn't right. be the story of the game. Yes. Uh, it should be. I agree with that. Like, just, we're going to make a story Another about, entry into yeah, the, into the yeah, exactly, world. Exactly. Um, oh, like, we're going to make a story about... Uh, this guy on Omega in Mass Effect. Cool. Let's go. Let's do it. 
What right. you, like what, and Monster Hunter is the like since there is no story. Uh, I mean, no, yeah, no, it'll, no, be, like, it'll be fine. More, really. It'll be fine. Yeah, I, I like. I, I feel like that's why uh, in the name of the king, a dungeon <clears throat> siege tale is probably the greatest video game movie of all time. <laughs> Uh, unfortunately, I I'd agree. Uh, no, 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 no. I, I say Warcraft was okay. You know what? Oh, how did I fucking forget? I watched Warcraft this week. How was oh, we, it? Are, let's rewind. Okay, let's rewind and talk about Warcraft. Hello, welcome to the That One Video Game <laughs> Podcast. We don't have that much news today. We only have one more topic, and it's oh, pretty shit. light. So, oh no, we have to talk about Chris Metzen. Oh fuck. Okay, well, this will be a good segue for later. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, real quick. Warcraft movie. Uh, if you don't want spoilers, I'm going to time it right now. Oh, I'm God. F- I, should I cover uh, my ears, too? Holy crap. Uh, oh, do you not want Warcraft you really... spoilers? Then I could just talk lightly about it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I want to watch it and see what was good. <clears throat> okay, uh, in general, I thought it was a pretty good movie. Um... I thought the casting was hit and miss. Uh, I think Medivh was probably Medivh the worst was, casting choice. I, I thought Medivh was perfect. He was awful, in my opinion. I respectfully disagree. I mean, <laughs> if anything, oh. the costume design could have been Medivh, but it was just robe, and it looked bad, and it did not convey how important he was to the story. Anyway, well, that's just that. my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. I thought that... Garona was great. I thought that Lothar was great. I thought that the King was great and Cadgar was great. A lot of good casting choices. All like the orc Edgar. scenes were fucking great. Orcs Man, I wish they would have made that yeah. movie just 100% CG. <clears throat> yeah. That's my short review. The plot changes I did right. not like. Uh, I agree with everything Jimmy said, but exchange the word medieval with the word Cadgar. You didn't like Cadgar. I hated Cadgar. I guess we the, the the reason I like Cadgar is because we don't see young Cadgar in like any of the mm-hmm. modern Warcraft and, and stuff. Like, like that's not why I disliked him. I just did not like that actor. That's fair. Yeah. Um. I guess I just thought he portrayed the role well. I didn't <clears> feel like Medivh did his well. I don't know. He was hit and miss. He had yeah. times when he was good, times when he was bad. I just feel like he didn't feel like the the guardian. He felt like, as my wife actually described it while we were watching the movie. Before, like, I told her what the Guardian is all about, she was like, so what, this Guardian guy is, like, really strong, right? Like, why does he just look like a drunken hipster? And I was like... Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, he is also, a drunken hipster. Yeah, he is, but it doesn't look like it in-game, is all I'm saying. He looks like a fucking bamf in-game. <laughs> um, also, there was a scene of sexual tension between two characters... Ooh. And my wife was like, wow, there there must be a lot of Warcraft porn out there, huh? <laughs> you have no idea. Oh my yep. gosh. Yep. Also, yeah. just real quick, I really liked that scene of sexual tension because like the like one of the characters in the situation was like, now's not a good time. Yeah. For like a very yeah. reasonable reason. And sh- and the other person was like, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um Oh, so yeah, and then I like my I went into it knowing that there was plot changes because this is pretty much like the Warcraft one storyline. Yeah. And the plot changes, the major ones I didn't really like because it kind of, it messes with the sequels in such a way that it's like, they're going to have to build like an entire alternate reason why everything happened because of this. So Um, that's, that's my only I major I complaint. My, my it was favorite, a fun movie. It wasn't fantastic. Yeah. It was just good. I agree. My favorite parts of it were the little... The, the, that movie was literally specifically made for me. Like, <laughs> I am a Warcraft nerd, have been forever, forever will be. And, like, the little moments where it's like, oh, we're... Like, little super minor spoilers, uh, Matt. Like, no story stuff at all. But, like, oh, the first time we see Stormwind, they play the music cue from the first time you walk into the city. Oh god, it's so good. It was good. so perfect. Oh, we like like we can't really have Murlocs be an integral integral part of this movie, but you know, like oh there's a travel we'll the montage. Sound. Yeah, there's a little thing down in the in the river and during goes, the travel oh. montage and it's great. 
Uh, Chris Metzen is a cameo, well, which is a nice segue into... Shit, he does? I didn't see it. Fuck. Yeah. Okay, I'll have to, I'll have to look it up after life. But that segues nicely for once into... <laughs> I mean, not like we didn't premeditate that on the podcast. So it's like, you know, <laughs> if you didn't know this was coming, whoa, surprise. Uh, Chris Metzen announced his retirement uh, over the uh, week. Chris Metzen being the lore master and yeah, uh, his, several his, other uh, high up titles at Blizzard. His, his official title was, and they literally made this up for Chris Metzen. He was the senior vice president of story and franchise development at Blizzard, which literally mean, means he was the lore master. Yeah, like uh, he's also the voice of Thrall. <laughs> he's Thrall. Yes, he is Thrall, and he, uh, in the post of his retirement, someone tweeted at him, and they were like, like, what does this mean for Thrall? And he's like, I still plan on doing Thrall, like, yeah, Thrall's he, voice, he because it's something I enjoy. Yeah, yeah it's something something he enjoys, something he likes doing, but he's been pretty integral into story writing, uh, building out lore, <clears> and everything <throat> about Warcraft, and also... Uh, pretty much all uh, of Blizzard's he, franchises, period. Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, <clears throat> he actually designed Soldier 76 as <clears throat> his own, like, one-off comic back in the day, and they reused... Soldier 76 as a character in Overwatch, or I guess it might have been Titan when they uh, uh, it, Either way, integrated. It, it made it into Overwatch. Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Chris Metzen's like a pretty, he's like a big face of Blizzard. I, I would argue if, he, he was the face of Blizzard. Yeah, I that's fair. Um, and so yeah, he's retiring, he's not dead, uh, and he's not like going on to other projects. He's like, I'm it's just like, gonna like legit retire. Like I'm gonna spend time with my family and stuff and probably like, rich wow. enough like yeah yeah um the thing that was interesting about this is i mean at least to me um <clears throat> the games industry is so young that we haven't seen many people just retire yeah yeah, yeah we haven't had like a miyamoto or um gunpei yokoi briefly retired before coming out of retirement uh right uh before he unfortunately passed gunpei yokoi was the man who made the game boy for people who do not know um, also, Lee has a really good video. It, it is it is currently unlisted for a reason, but you can still Damn. find it on my channel. Uh, it's it's I have an unlisted playlist that you can just go to. It's a good video. It talks yeah. all about that guy, and it's yeah. Uh, for um, I, I will I will tell you after the podcast why it is unlisted. But right, it's a secret right he'll, now. He'll he'll tell us, not yeah. you, not you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like. You know, we've we've had significant people pass away, like obviously Satoru Iwata, mm -hmm. and but we haven't had like like big faces of gaming people. You know, like people that you you know the names. You know, like Cliffy B or yeah. like yeah, Peter uh, Molyneux, John Sh Carmack, Sh Shigeru Miyamoto. Yeah, yeah uh, I guess like, the, the closest is like John Romero, and I don't think mm -hmm. that was out of his decision to retire. Yeah, like. We haven't had anybody retire yet, like, just get out of the business and stop, like, creating or contributing um, you know, you to know, it. The, the only one I can think of is uh, uh, the Bioware founders. Okay, I, uh, those are literally, I don't keep up with yeah, the Those are literally the only two I can think of, and that, that's because they sold to EA, and they were like, all right, I think we're done. We're going to go make beer now. Right, which is, <laughs> it's so interesting, like, it didn't dawn on me that, like, <clears throat> gaming's, like... Gaming is young. It's like yeah. 30 years old. Yeah. Like, there is, I mean, maybe a little bit older than that if you count the old, old games, but like... Like the modern like, age of gaming. I, yeah. Yeah, like our first generation of developers and creators and big names hasn't gone on yet. Like, I, when you look at film, you can look back at like old directors from like, you know... The 30s. The 20s, yeah. 30s, 40s that like, you know, they're retired or or passed away and people look back on that as like the founding fathers of you know modern film techniques and stuff like we don't have a generation that's looking back on that yet like obviously people look up <clears> to <throat> a lot of these devs but like it's not in our history yet it's still in the present which is so interesting to me um and just a quick soliloquy about about okay. chris metzen because uh yes i i want to be a fiction writer like that's my like end goal that's what i really mm -hmm. like to do with my life and chris metzen and i'm actually kind of tearing up right now chris metzen Aww. like i don't think he's a great writer but he's a passionate writer and like he the decisions he made with warcraft which was like warcraft was really important to me when i was younger the decisions he made with that were all because like it'd be cool as shit if we did this and i'm like yeah it would be cool as shit 
And you know, not all, and not all the time it was cool as shit, but you know, sometimes it was dumb. But it was yeah, passionately and- dumb, and I'm, I'm, <laughs> like, Chris Metzen is a personal hero to me, and like, it, I'm sad. Yeah. I, I the, yeah. the day this happened, I legit went through like the stages of grief. Oh. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, Warcraft's not as close to me. I only played three and then, you know, brief spouts with WoW and now I'm, you know, into WoW and yeah. Overwatch now. But uh, it's hard not to recognize what he's contributed. And as I we had this conversation, yeah, you know, privately. when, it, when yeah. it happened. But, like, uh, it it is my two cents <laughs> that I put into that was it's it's also crazy at the scope of the things he's worked on that, yes, he, you know, like you said, some of his writing's not the best. Some of his stuff that he contributed is, you know, probably could be considered a failed attempt at something. But (laughs) yeah, like in the most public eye ever, that guy contributed and failed and contributed and succeeded in many Mm -hmm. different ways. And like, that's something to aspire to is like fail harder, faster. Like if you're going to do stuff, (laughs) just do it and fail, learn from it, move on and do better stuff. And like, he's just been doing that for God, what has he been with Blizzard for 20 Uh, years now? Like since before I was born, he like joined when in like the late eighties or some shit. Like it's crazy. Yeah. But yeah, like so, on the yeah. bright side, I'm excited to see what new breath will be breathed into the, the Blizzard core franchises now. But at the same time, it is it is a little sad to see a personal hero moving on. But I I understand. I love you, Chris Metzen. Yeah. Aw. You will definitely Good luck on hear retirement, this. Chris. Because yeah. I know Lotar. I know you listen, yeah. I I am forever the Ogar to your Loktar. So I guess uh, speaking of speaking of victory or death, uh, that's that's what Loktar Ogar translates to. Speaking of victory or death, uh, Infinite Warfare story trailer was officially put up today, I believe. Yes, sometime we're recording this. Nothing. (laughs) <laughs> so okay Jon Snow um, Jon Snow yeah the, the reason we, we we're talking about this is because uh, uh, I, I don't know I know Jimmy and I are but Matt are you like a Game of Thrones fan yes absolutely okay, yeah. so like all three of us are Game of Thrones fans and literally I'm glad the, we can all agree on that <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> literally in this story trailer the villain of this game is just Jon Snow like he's just yeah they don't, he has like scars on his face and the same hair the same facial hair it's just him scanned yeah. in like they did with uh with the dude from house of cards whose name i can't remember uh, kevin spacey kevin spacey yeah yeah like they just so. i i just i wanted to talk about this because i love that kit harrington's contract is so fucking ironclad that like even in a fucking video game like it's like no you're still Jon snow <laughs> yeah. yep uh, the the joke there being like he's contractually obligated not to cut his hair, like period. Yeah, yeah, because he's got to keep keep it for the role, <clears throat> mm. which is so interesting and hilarious. The I mean the story trailer looks like a Call of Duty story. Yeah. I mean, real talk, I'm I'm I, excited I, for Infinite Warfare. I played Advanced Warfare and liked it quite a bit, and I think this is the same team who did that game. I'm not I, sure. I heard that Advanced Story got super weird, and that it interested did. me. Like, like real weird, and that I find that interesting. Like, <clears throat> I, I don't know. I I think it's my it's my hope that some somewhere out there, someone's making a first person shooter that like starts out as like brown and gray military, and then like two missions in, it's like now we're traveling to fight Cthulhu, <laughs> and then it's like now Cthulhu's going to space, oh, and oh, we're I, gonna I chase think, after him. I think the game you're thinking about is Black Ops Three, and if, if that game was fucking weird, and it didn't. It didn't really work. It, did, it didn't work? Okay. No. But uh, Advanced Warfare is still cool. Still weird. Just not as weird mm-hmm. as that. It was Black oh, Ops yeah, 3, I, the I want, time like, traveling <laughs> thing, when you're like... Black Ops 3 was like... It wasn't related to the other Black Opses at all. It was just like... Uh, Alright, like, like... Now Black we have Ops like a eight. memory matrix thing, and there's like a virus that's taking over soldiers and making them evil, but like they're crazy, and it's not yeah, really well explained. Where I stopped. Yeah. yeah, it was kind of dumb. Yeah, I was like, I'm done with Call of Duty. I I, I, wa- I really wanted to play the Kevin Spacey one. Really, Advanced Warfare. Yeah, that one. Uh, uh, I I played all these games for a job recently. Yeah, like story 
stuff. Don't worry about right. it. Right. Um, I really quite enjoyed Advanced Warfare. Uh, I think it's the. I'd say Advanced Warfare is the first good Call of Duty game since the first half of uh, Modern Warfare Two. Dang. Mm. Yeah, like it, I really liked that game. I really want to see Kevin Spacey <clears throat> in in that cat movie. Speaking Speaking of of Kevin Spacey in that cat movie, uh, our last little thing on the dock today is it's officially Undertale's first birthday, first anniversary, Um, and I know that pretty much everybody and their mother out there has played Undertale by now, has, you know, whatever feelings towards it, positive, negative, but uh, I had a good experience with it. A lot of people that I know have had a good experience with it. I mean, it's helped kickstart careers and... Like yeah, get we, people in the limelight, we like have musicians that friends. we know. Yeah, we have personal friends who literally made it because of Undertale. Yeah, and, and if anything, I respect the game for that. Like, yeah, definitely. Uh, I know Lee was actually one of the people who didn't have the same outpouring <clears throat> of love to the game that a lot I, of other uh, people had. The the more I've sat on it, the more I like it. Uh, I I don't think I like it as much as like, most people did. Right, but I still I I appreciate it for what it what it is. It's a very good game. Right, so uh, I don't know. Happy first birthday, yeah. Undertale, and and I'm keep, I'm looking forward to see what Toby Fox good. I don't know does next. <laughs> yeah, yeah, be interesting to see. And of course, it's probably going to be under the microscope the second it's revealed. Yeah. So I I <laughs> hope for his sake that it at least delivers enough to where people don't think he's washed up, which would be shitty because he's have a like young Five Nights at Freddy's yeah. all over again. Yeah. Speaking of which, Five Nights at Freddy's had its first birthday last month. Oh, the first one. What? It's no August That is way. crazy to me. That is crazy to me that it's only a year old. What? I'm gonna. I'm, I'm sure it's a. You're gonna hear my. Yeah. Hear my clicky clack <coughs> typing for a second while I just make sure. He did not make. F- Five no, twenty thousand games. Oh, okay, okay. Two years, two years. Okay. Sorry. Oh man. Yeah. Okay. Two years. That's a lot yeah. of money to um, make in one year. Holy yeah. crap! You can you can belay your tweets at me that it's two years old. Uh, it's, it doesn't matter. Out. You corrected it. It's, it's yeah, fine. Yeah. yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Um, like we're parlaying right now. Don't like. Please don't. Yep. <laughs> yep. I, I said parlay. You have to take me yeah. to the captain. Yeah. <laughs> But like, don't get like your mom to tweet at me, or anything. that would be fucking weird. God, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Stop being a weirdo. Stop there, being a weirdo out there. Is there Stop anything else to talk? No, about? I mean, well, Matt, is there anything else? Anything you want to? Um, I do want to plug uh, Nine Lives, uh, featuring Kevin Spacey's. Uh, <laughs> he needs to go see. Everyone needs to go see that. All right. It's a it's a real movie. It's not a joke. It's a real movie. Uh, they're paying me uh, a good ten bucks um, to shell out. This is like the new ad now, guys. Uh, hope you guys are uh, accepting the new ad on the podcast now, right? Right, Jim. We, we talked about I'd this before the pod. I don't know why you're acting so surprised. I would accept ten dollars if they were told me to just mention <laughs> Nine, Nine Lives, Lives starring Kevin Spacey. I got fucking. That's like a. I don't know. That's like a decent meal in at like out. Wendy's or something. In and out or in and out. Yeah. <laughs> it goes what in if, and it goes right out. Right? What if I did a I video about Chris Metzen? <laughs> you should. I should do that. Yo, TOBG podcast <laughs> listeners, if you want, if you want Lee to do a, a video about Chris Metzen, you should go tweet at him and say something along the lines of, "I would like you to do a video about Chris Metzen." <laughs> I, I just thought um, about that because I was I was browsing Polygon.com as like a last minute. Oh God, was there any other news? And like one of the articles, <laughs> one of the articles is just "Dear Chris Metzen, thank you." Damn. And how do we tweet at you? Uh, <clears throat> Lee? Yeah, uh, you can find me at Tefirst T E H F U R S T. It's not at first because that was taken. And, yeah. Uh, Fuck that guy, right? Uh, and uh, his name is actually like like. Charlie first or something. So like I'm oh, not. Okay. Yeah, like it's it's actually his name. So I don't I don't begrudge him at all. All right, he's fine then. <clears throat> we're cool with yeah. we're cool with Charles first. Or whatever the let me check what is. Uh, also, while while Lee is looking up the Jake first's first name, Jake. Jake first, Jake, Jake first. first. I'm gonna say it's Jacob because that, that sounds yeah. a little better to me. Um, Lee, also, if you if you listened to last <laughs> last week's podcast and remember 
anything from that. Uh, our guest was Nick, Feral Panda. Yes. And Nick and Lee are the co-workers. Yeah, I, they, I mean, they're I, the two people behind yeah, Breakdown. This was a show that I made, but I I would say at this point, Nick is a co-creator because like his it's as much his as it is mine now. Uh, yeah, right. we, Lee, we Lee originally did Breakdown. Yeah. And then uh, oh, yeah, they, they're the two people behind the, yes. the workforce behind that now. And speaking uh, of, uh, mm-hmm. we just had a new one go up on Overwatch. Right. And you can go and find out, like, I I, th- I think it's so funny. People have been, like, commenting and tweeting at me being like, like, was that an ad? This was an ad because it was, like, so positive towards Overwatch. It wasn't an ad. I just like Overwatch a lot. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, it also as, soon, a- as soon as you have an audience, uh, if you speak highly of anything, you are selling yeah. out. That's, uh, that's a fact. So Bl- yeah. Blizzard did not pay me any money for this video. I would have taken it because I like Overwatch. But it yeah. it was not, unfortunately. Uh, it's you can check it. It's on the Game Theorists uh, channel, which you should have no trouble finding. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I also if we're doing plugs now, I also do work for a channel called Arcadia that you can find at um, a r c a d e a dot c o. That's just like our URL. Um. It's me and my buds, Austin, who I think has been on the podcast before. Uh, I believe we've had all, yeah. all of Arcadia except for Chris. You, you should get before. Chris on here at some point. We should get Chris on here. He's great. <clears throat> but yeah, it's it's me and Austin Eruption and Scribble Scrabble and Strex. And we People just know very much about Scrib. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, he's like a regular, isn't he? <laughs> he's a cluster cast <laughs> regular. Uh, and, and we just talk about... Uh, Stuff from like nerd culture that we like. Um, a lot of good game and TV and movie reviews yep. on there. I I watch all the videos on their channel and I like all them. Thank you. Man. So, uh, it's not it's not a TOVG podcast exclusive because I have talked about it in a few other places. But my next video is on uh, Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. Not necessarily the movie, but just like that entry in the franchise and why I right. why it's both my favorite and why I think it's the best. So. And why Jimmy disagrees. <laughs> I know we disagree on the movie, but like the... <laughs> we disagree on the movie, yeah. the, the book we can agree on. Um, <clears throat> Matt, where can people find you? Uh, YouTube.com slash Matt Visual. Um, it's spelled just like that visual with an E somewhere in there. <laughs> Two E's. Uh, there's no E. Matt, there's visual. no e. Visual. Visual. <laughs> you have to say it like that. And it's, it's, it's a weird translation. Um, from Japan because I'm um, Asian. Um, so and uh, yeah, I'm visual everywhere. Uh, that's that's pretty much it. Uh, new stuff coming out uh, every day. <laughs> daily daily videos. <laughs> Go check me out. Uh, no, not daily that, that, videos. <laughs> not daily, but you do put out more consistent videos than than most you. And that's that saying something. <laughs> yeah. And that's bad. It's not saying something. That's, that's not really saying bad. something. Yeah, yeah. I am. I've done one a month for five months in a row, and I'm on a hot streak right now. <laughs> oh, 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 oh! I have one more thing to plug. If you guys yeah, don't mind, go for it. Um, uh, this is not going to be on Arcadia just because we decided touching music's a bad idea because people will get really fucking yeah. up in arms about music. Yeah. Um, but on my personal channel, YouTube.com/slash/Teffers, T-E-H-F-U-R-S-T, I'm going to be starting a series about um like songs that I really like and like what they mean to me personally. I, I just wrote the first script last night. Um, it's going to be cheesy, emotional bullshit, but it'll fit right in. So yeah, we need more yeah. of that. More yeah, of like, that. Uh, every, too, everything too many else. People out here don't want to feel feelings. <clears throat> yeah, man, man, feeling feelings is my bread and butter, dude. I love it. Yeah, I love it too. I don't know why people are being so, Oh no, I'm a guy. I need to be tough. Yeah. Uh, everything, yeah, I on my Lee, Lee actually made a video on Arcadia about a Star Trek episode. I don't watch Star Trek. I've never watched Star Trek, <laughs> and I got emotional watching that video. Uh, I'm, so. I'm gonna have a video pretty soon. I'll link it to you guys right now because I'm sure I have, but like, it's just another Ooh. stupid asinine bullshit thing. It's a picture of George slowly zooming with Mad World. Yes, yeah. I've, I've seen that. George's adventures in Japan. Yeah, um, my channel is mostly asinine bullshit, but every now and then there will be. I want to I want to make this series about songs and like why I like music and stuff. So yeah, yeah. go fucking subscribe to that guy and subscribe to Matt Visual and watch all of Matt Visual's and, videos. And subscribe to uh, 
Sunder Gamer. Yeah. yeah. Sunder YouTube.com slash Sunder Gamer. He makes really yeah, great that's, that's the one it is. videos about game design and is great. His Oblivion video is amazing. And at the end I laugh real hard. Every and it's time. completely not clickbait bullshit. <laughs> it's actually not. Read the title of the video and it's not clickbait. Um I don't know what I have in the works right now, but I'm gonna have something out before the end of the month. Because I'm not gonna break that hot streak, that combo. Do it, do it, do it, do it. Do it. Um, also, go listen to the TOBG podcast. <laughs> I'm on that. You might like it. Next week, next week, George comes back. Next week, George comes back, and we have pushing up roses on the docket for ooh, our next guest. Because we actually have guests in advance. Wow! Wow! Um, I'm gonna get great. a I'm gonna get tell another dev I, on here very soon. Tell her that I wow. think that she's great. I will. Awesome. I will do that. And for anybody out there who <clears throat> is interested in hearing stuff from pushing up roses, you can tweet at us questions that you want to. Hear her answer. Yeah, we or should. Or we should answer, do that. Or stuff to discuss. Yeah. Okay, do you have any questions for me? I didn't think about doing <laughs> this until just now, so I didn't do it last week, and I didn't do it the week before. It's fine. <laughs> Sorry, Lee. It's fine. No, it's fine. In any case, uh, this has been like a ten-minute <clears throat> outro section, yeah. so I think we're gonna actually go now. Um, but thanks everybody for listening. As always, tell everyone else about uh, about us, about me, about Matt, about especially me, about, Jimmy. about George. Mm-hmm. About me specifically. <laughs> tell everybody about me and my great podcast that I do. No, I'm kidding. Don't make your um, mom happy. Yeah, don't don't tell your mom about us. Uh the bush and uh tribes. What the fuck is the bush? talk about video games for the first half of this podcast um we talked about that one that matt (laughs) i forgot its name oh no we didn't (laughs) holy crap no i didn't even realize this is good no this is good this is everything i touch turns into this so we're fine holy i didn't even realize it oh my god i i mentioned legion like three times i did say the word overwatch